3, 2, 1. Most women like tall, dark men. I'm not most women. I like fat and ginger. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to yet another installment of Fat and Ginger all the way across Ballarat on Voice FM and across the Geelong District on Pulse FM. We are broadcasting here from Broadcast Central in Mount Dunedin and across the desk from me is my compadre Luke Messi. Good evening. Good evening, Tim. So where's the um, where's the studio in Mount Dunedin? Like, what's broadcasting? Uh, we can't say that, mate. It's like Squid Game, confidential. Oh, <laughs> Squid Game. There'd be a bit of Squid Game going on around here, wouldn't there? Oh, there would be. So look, we've got a chock-a-block show once again tonight. We're going to talk all about being on holidays and how that goes for you especially. Mm. I'm going to talk about my hate affair with car parks in That's Crap. We're going to just have a chat about things we didn't miss during COVID. There's been a few. We've come up with a little list, haven't we? We've come up with a truncated list which we're going to run through with you. And we've got John Lynn joining us, uh, Irish comedian and actor. Johnny Lynn, he's done a bit of stuff, Johnny. He did a performance with us up in Echuca just before lockdown and said, geez, he's a bloody good comic, this guy. And then I drove home with him and he just told me some of the things he's got up to over the years. He's got to stand up all over the world. Very interesting bloke. Yep. And he's going to come and have a little chat to us. Can't wait. We've also got our other regular segments. We're going to have a chat about stuff with Dave Bade. Uh, we got the mailbag and we are going to talk about some other stuff. So just before we go to a, a song, Tim, yeah. so the Pulse, those that don't know, here in Geelong, what's the frequency there? Uh, 94.7. Is it? I think so. I wasn't sure. Best radio station around is the Pulse. 100%. 94.7. There you go. Yep, yep. yep. So we're on our finger yep. on the Pulse there, haven't we? So that's yeah. got a, that's <laughs> so apparently they've got 87% of the market. Oh, here in Geelong. Yeah, oh, K-Rock's wow. got uh, 6%. Yeah. And, Who's uh, got the other 15? No, no, hang on. What did I say? I said 87, <laughs> 6 out of 93, and 7% of Bay FM. Okay, so yeah, definitely the pulse is where to be. Yeah. Oh, of course, that's in Geelong. If I was yeah. in Ballarat, I'd definitely be listening to Voice FM. That's right. So Meredith, you'd be driving up the middle of the highway to about Meredith. You'd be torn, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd be torn. It'd be like Oatlands in Tasmania where you have a Bogues or a Cascade. Yeah, because yeah. I imagine in Meredith, all the families would be sitting around the old transistor well, radio. It's a divisive topic. Yeah. They, they divide it between Voice FM and Pulse FM listeners in yeah. America. Yeah, is it separating families in America? It is, and they throw goat's cheese at each other and they don't uh, talk. No wonder they drink. That's it. Play a song. Okay. I want to get freaky with you. What a great song, Tim. I can see you love that. We just talked about how good it was. It's hard sometimes in life to find the appropriate words to <laughs> adequately express just how much you hate something. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, that was huge, wasn't it? In the early 90s, that was crazy big. It went it to was. number one. Yeah. You listen to it now and just go, what shit were we listening to? What that, crap were we listening to back then? It's like he sat down with his couple of sheets of A4 paper with his music ones written. He's going, what am I going to do to try and ensure that I get laid? Yeah. What do I think? It would have worked. It would have worked. So he's got one hand on the musical tiller, one hand on the todger when you write that. Dead set. Oh, for what sure. What a piece of dross. And, and now it just gets used every time LEG does a that's, segment or any, right. any time they want to show something cheesy and, and ridiculous to do with sex, basically. Yeah, who sang it? Put it uh, together. I couldn't even. Uh, another level. 
Is that a name? That's the name, another level. What a pile of shit. Yeah, it's like a, a spirit level or something. something it's, like, it's the worst name. It's just annoying me that I even played it now. Something that's not a pile of shit, though. What? Holidays. Holidays are great. I think what a great segue that was. Thanks, mate. I really enjoyed that. Cheers. The reason why I bring it up, Tim, is as you know, uh, I'm two days into my three-week stint on you holidays. Are. My first since January. I've been looking forward to these for a long time because you know how hard I work. Let's just oh. move on from that. Oh, just putting the hours. I go flat stick as long as I can you know the share price has gone down at work since you've been on holidays I would have thought it'd gone yeah. way up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what's funny about holidays I reckon because my boss is off at the moment too and I was chatting to him we both had the same period off three weeks and he's a pretty sort of you know cruisy sort of guy fairly switched on I said oh what are you going to do mate and he goes I'm just going to drink for three weeks yeah. right, that's all he was interested in doing so good day to Chris out there I hope it's going well <laughs> um, and he probably will too like that's all he'll do like he might eat and sleep occasionally and fall asleep on the couch with a bottle of cheese is like killed her end of it. He really sticks to his goals though, does Chris? <laughs> That's what basically holidays do at our age, doesn't it? It turns you into a teenager again. Yeah. And that's all, all he could think about doing. That's right. And all the things that used to be punishments as a kid are now bonuses. You sit up late. And just do nothing. You sit up late and just sit there and zone out, watch TV. Binge series. Yeah, just do that because you've got nothing to get up for in the morning. You basically turn into a teenager. You do. That's a fair point. Yeah. It's a fair point. In other ways, do you turn into a teenager as well? Hey. Do you turn into a teenager in other ways as well? Well, that's what I was going to say. So I'm, I'm going to do it. What? I'm going to turn into a teenager for the next three weeks. You I'm sorry have, that you live with me. You already act like a teenager. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to go all full time. I'm going to oh. play computer games. I'm going to spill crap on the couch and not clean it up, Tim. I'm not going to assist with anything or offer to help. You know, I'm going to mumble when you talk to me so that you can't understand what I'm saying. A surly disposition. Yeah, and I'm probably going to spend a lot of time in my room. Shall um, I knock before I enter? Just reflecting. <laughs> Self-reflection. Personal reflection. Self-reflection. So that's what you're going to be dealing with for the next three Fantastic. weeks. Fantastic. Who was the Australian cricketer that famously got caught uh, self-reflecting on his laptop when they were doing one of those Vox Pops. Oh, I don't uh, know Moses Enriques, that. that's right. Was it? Yeah, he was sitting in his bed with his laptop up and he was, I don't know whoever's walked in to do an interview and he's sort of just the old show the laptop. Just listen to the music. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be hard to come back and open up after that. Oh, that's it? right, yeah, one off the wrist, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm going to do, Tim. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Three weeks of just me time. Now, I'm interested. Are you going to turn over any new leaves? Yeah, or, well, you know or, about that. I'm glad you brought it up. Or, or forego anything while you're on holidays. Yeah, how cranky have I been tonight? Yeah, just get tell the listeners. <laughs> so I'm giving up alcohol for the three weeks. You know why? Because I know if I don't, I'm just going to sit here in an alcoholic haze in a stupor with just bubbles coming out of my mouth all day. <laughs> That's what I'll be like for three weeks. I thought, nah, I've got work to do, my own stuff. You know I'm pretty busy outside of work. Yeah. I, I do stuff all in work. Yeah. I, I go there for a rest. You do. But uh, outside of work, I'm pretty busy and it's, it's getting flat out. So I thought, if I, if I don't do something, yep. I, I'm not going to get anything done. So I've given up alcohol. I'm three days in and I'm just angry. You are cranky. I want to kill someone. You are cranky. And I'm trying to point out the positives of it. And yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I just keep saying, shut up, Tim. That's right. But you very kindly made me a coffee tonight so that we could have a coffee while we made the podcast. Yeah, how shit is that? I'm no, sitting there uh, you know, at, at 8 o'clock at night, we're about to do the podcast, I go, Tim, would you like a coffee? And I started talking about the type of coffee that I, I, I just stopped myself and I wanted to punch myself in the face. I thought it was refreshing, mate. Good mm, on you. I didn't like well it. run. Yeah. I think we should play a song. Yeah, okay, what do we got here? We've got another song from the 90s. Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff from the 90s. I love the 90s when it comes to music. But this one is a bit of acoustic. I know you won't like it. Mm. It's a female singer, so it's probably going to be a double whammy. I know you don't like them. But maybe you'll just like a little bit of dulcet tones well done. of Alanis Morissette. Yeah, okay, let's go. Yeah. 
that's allowing us with ironic a nice acoustic version Tim now you made a couple of good points there during that song that you didn't think many of that was ironic no I think uh, Alanis's <laughs> grasp of what is or grasp of irony I should say is somewhat askew so for example Postman one right died 98 or whatever that's not ironic it's just unfortunate yeah it's a bit of an accident it'd be really, ironic yeah. if he was late to the delivery of his own baby because he's a postman right and his whole life's been all about deliveries and the biggest delivery of his life and he misses it and he misses it he said that, that would be ironic yeah that the, would guy, be ironic. the plane guy what would be ironic is if you know sometimes at the airport you get the bus out of the plane yeah if it was going so he made it in the car that was fine yeah that's right okay yeah mate got there on the bus out of the plane and crashed the bus and died in the bus crash instead of in the plane crash that would be tragic Tim wouldn't it it would be ironic though <laughs> tragic at the same time oh, in the headline it would say ironic that's bus, right bus crashes on well, the way it, plane ironic would be if someone's name was Baskin Robbins and they didn't like ice cream do we need to chat to Alanis about this or? I've emailed her a couple of times she's yeah. not returning them I just say you ought to know her and Annie Lennox <laughs> Judith Durham she doesn't return me emails either nah no. you've been trying that one since the 80s too haven't yeah, you? yeah. Oh, before that I would try that straight out of the womb <laughs> Judith Durham <laughs> the Seekers great uh, music very good now we've got your yeah. topic Tim what do you want to talk about tonight I think the most odious and loathsome buildings in any city or any environment is a car park I can't stand looking at them I can't stand being in them especially mm-hmm. now let's say that you've got a new partner or a new girlfriend boyfriend whatever non-identifiable binary cohabitation person right and take them to a busy car park you'll find out all about them alright because it brings out the worst in us car parks <laughs> every time yeah you get angry down oh you used to go to one in Brisbane at a, a shopping centre there and I used to have this uh, girlfriend and she would stalk people in the car oh really yeah this person's going they're going they're going they're going they're going oh and like you're how yeah, desperate is it up in Brisbane to get a car park it was it's probably, tough isn't it yeah, this was a this was a busy Westfield shopping centre yeah okay not so busy my theory of the car parks is always to the top level yeah, go straight up there. Stop mucking around. Get up there and get straight in. in. Uh, uh, go in. Your car's going to be hot, granted, when you come back out, especially in yeah. summer. But you just wear that. That's fine. Yeah, it's the way it goes. But don't dick around with looking around car parks. And then the problem is, of course, you lose your car. Yeah, okay. Especially as you get older. But the biggest example of that is the long-term car park at Melbourne Airport. Oh, what a nightmare. You've got to take photos. It's like drawing yourself a treasure map. I went up to Newcastle once to celebrate a mate of mine's 500th game of senior rugby, right? Yeah. Big occasion. Went up there and nearly died from alcohol poisoning. I was so sick when I came back. Yep. And I hadn't taken a photo. All I knew was in G. Yeah, so okay. I got off a G on a bus. I'm like on death's door. Yeah. I, I spent the whole trip. And, and after a holiday, you, you're feeling pretty good about yourself when you get back to that oh, car park. Like you're up I, and about, aren't you? I sat, I sat in the middle seat on the way back from Newcastle. You know when you think you're about to vomit and you're going through the contingencies? You're going, oh, if, I, if I hook up my T-shirt, maybe I can catch all the vomit in my T-shirt. You know, where's the spew bags? Doing all that the entire trip back. I was really crook. You get off, G, and I was just, no, nah, I have no idea where my car is. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to walk up and down the aisles. It took me about half an hour to find my car. Car. Yeah, that's a long half. I hate car parks. I hate yeah, the multi-level look, kind. I, I hate the big open kind. Something I really hate about car parks these days, Tim. Go on. Now, you go to your shopping centres. Mm. We've got one across the road here. We do. And they've all been updated. They're new. Oh, lovely right. car parks. Lovely the road. car parks. Now, this is my problem, right? Who spends the most money at those shopping centres? Uh, Fat people. Oh, right, yeah. we, we buy all the food. We're pairing yeah. the economy. The clothes, they always cost us extra because it's more fabric, <laughs> so they're bigger, right? But I've noticed over there, first row of car parks, disabled. 
<laughs> Fair enough. That's okay. Yeah. That incorporates the elderly. Yeah. Second row, where we usually park, is now put aside for ladies with prams. Yeah. Yeah. When did they become more important than fat people? I don't know. You need to put that out there. Well, prams are on wheels. That's it. They can push those push on wheels. Around, They're not yeah. dragging them across. So why have they got their own row of car parks and I have to park the next row back? That really annoys me. Because they got to choose whether they had kids. I can't help it that I'm fat. Jeez, you are cranky when you're not drinking. Yeah, I, know, I am very cranky. But do you agree with me on this? Why do they get a row? It's not a disability having kids. No, that's true. Although sometimes it can be disability. Well, it's not disability being fat though, is it either? Well, yeah, it can be. Maybe because, park- because they've got the wider car parks too. Maybe if you park further away though, it's going to help your fatness. Why should I have to help my fatness? Do I need to be fixed, do I? It kind of, yeah. Is it, is it, that's why I'm for <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but even with their car parks, they've got a little space in between so they can open up their doors. Maybe it's not okay. They're not pregnant now. They've had the kids. I'm still fat. If I could interject for one moment, on. maybe they're not pictures of women with prams. Maybe it's pictures of guys with Weber barbecues. Could be. Think about that next time you look at it. Yeah, yeah. So really, maybe they really are for fat blokes. With barbecues. With barbecues. How often does that happen that people are taking their barbecues into their shopping centre? Well, no, it's just saying if you like barbecues and you're a bit fat, you can park here. I can park there now. Absolutely. That's good. Because there's nothing I can do about the fat thing, I think. No. I mean, what we really need is a picture of an air fryer. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, I would take that air fryer out with me if I could. It's like my third child. Oh, it's, look, we probably have to talk about that in depth, so. Listen, might not know this, but if you look over our back fence, there's literally Maccas, KFC, Dan Murphy's all sprogging up like daffodils. Yeah, hungry Jacks. Yeah, Hungry Jacks. What hope have we got, Tim? None. Zero. We're going to be dead from type 2 diabetes and you know, a yeah. huge hemorrhage of whatever. And I'll tell you what, I'm going to ask Ronald McDonald to preside at my funeral. Yeah? He's going to have a little chat. The Colonel might say a few words. The Hamburglar will nick off with the catering. And then everyone will grimace. Very good song. Abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. One of the highlights of my week. Well, we get to chat to a few of our, uh, what we call them fans. No one's really a fan of us, but maybe abusers. Tolerators. So, look, I'll kick it off if you if you like. Uh, yeah, go for it, mate. First one's from Clive at the Gold Coast. Clive at the Gold Coast, yeah. Uh, are you still starting the Fat and Ginger Party? Uh, I'm looking for new talent and thought you guys could send a few texts out for me. From Clive, oh, sorry, C part of Clive Palmer on the Gold Coast. Clive Palmer. <laughs> it's not Clive Palmer, mate. Clive Palmer's How not you know that? about our little show. But if he's going to, oh, he's probably, who is that bloke he had doing text for him? Uh, he's got a new recruit, Craig Kelly. Craig Kelly, because everyone was getting texts off yeah. Craig Kelly and then they put his um, phone number on, yeah. on Facebook or and something. Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. So I left, left him a message. Yeah, didn't he quit though or they got sacked or something? No, nah, I think he's still there. He's still doing it? Yeah. What did you say when you left a message? Oh, I probably can't repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about being a fat malingering something and don't contact me again. Maybe that's why he's trying to recruit us. Yeah, that's it. Maybe like the cut of my jib. We're fat malingerers. We are fat malingerers. Yeah. Why, why aren't we starting the fat and ginger party? Because it's too it's, much work. We, we did look at it, didn't we? We, we did, yeah. We printed out that booklet. We yeah. went through it and go, that's a lot of work here. <laughs> so uh, maybe he wants us to help Craig send some texts. Oh, I couldn't leave anything worse. Yeah. I'd rather sandpaper my junk off and work for him. <laughs> I don't think we'd be the people who'd be 
looking for though. No. Like, gingers aren't known for their work ethic no. and have little to no influence on world events. So, so I reckon the last ginger who influenced the world event would have been Judas Iscariot. Was he a ginger? He was a ginger. Well, that's what they reckon that people pay out gingers. Well, because Judas Iscariot was a ginger. He's just an astute businessman. <laughs> <laughs> right, next. Right, here we go. Uh, do you want me to read this one? Yeah, go on. Yeah, This is from one of our long-time yeah, listeners. I, I wanted to read this one because I love Wayne from Mount Mercer. Well, he's not really from Mount Mercer anymore, is he? Well, he's written Wayne from Mount Mercer, but he has also mentioned his latest dwellings, Tim. <laughs> go on. He's written, reading the paper in the Acacia unit, which we know is Bowen Prison. It is, yeah. Saw that Geelong City Council has proposed a new tram system that doesn't have lines or overhead cables. Isn't that just a bus? From Wayne in Mount Mercer. Well, it would be, yeah, because that was in the advertiser a couple of days ago where they're going on about trams with rubber wheels mm-hmm. that don't have overhead power cables, and you're going, hang on, that's just a bus. That's just a bus. <laughs> what are you doing? We'll probably spend hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions of even on it. That's right. Yeah. I don't worry, they will probably spend hundreds of thousands on the focus groups and the yeah. studies and, you know, getting a logo done for it. It's probably just a slow bus, a tram, isn't it, that's really? It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they come together in groups. Make it for a different movie if it was like Speed, yeah. you know, the movie speed with counter eggs like that was on a tram well, why do buses have to stop why can't they just slow down and just jump off jump off yeah like, well you could on a tram do you remember because I used to get the tram every day for school and I remember in year 7 they never used to shut the doors and the trams would go along with the, in summer would go along with the doors open oh really yeah and like you'd be crammed in so much you'd literally be hanging out the door going down <laughs> St Kilda Road <laughs> It was fantastic, and you'd have a in a big summer, so you'd have a cricket bag, and as you know, cricket bags are pretty big. Yeah. So like you'd come up to a tram stop, you like it was like scything through a field of corn, like you just clean people up with your cricket bag and just jump out. Yeah, and then just hop off and run away, and yeah, yeah it was great. And probably do an ankle or something as you yeah, land. And, it's uh, right, but you, you know, you know, twelve thirteen doesn't matter. You ever tried to complain to a tram driver, mate? You don't get Ooh, very far. No, don't worry about the drivers, mates. Conductors that were scary. Oh yeah, they were a strange yeah. group of people. Disparate. What's Wayne in for, do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. Best not to talk about it, probably. I would like to know what he's in for. Well, you're not an Acacia unit for losing a tickling contest, are you? (laughs) Know what I mean? Well, it's pretty bad. (laughs) Not unless you're tickling someone with a sledgehammer. Yeah, uh, that's right. Repeatedly until I can't talk anymore. He might be in for something like Maltbury. Do you remember Maltbury? No, what's that? It was off a movie. I can't remember what movie it was, but they said, "Uh, what are you in for? He goes, Maltbury. And he goes, what's that? He goes, exposing myself to a blind person. That's yeah, awesome. I'm going to Google what movie it is during the break. Awesome. And I'll, be, I'll come back and I'll tell the viewers what that is, but it was All pretty right. funny. I'll read out the third one. Yeah. Uh, heard you guys on the pulse. Oh, fantastic. Thanks very much. Yeah, excellent. Uh, now, this? Uh, Nick from Armstrong Creek, so just okay. over the road. Thanks, Nick. Good on you, mate. Uh, now that the footy is over for the year, what are you guys going to sook about? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, is that you can't go out in the sun? Nick from Armstrong Creek. What did he say at the end? Uh, that- well, he's saying now we're now going to sook about the fact that we can't go out in the sun. Because oh, of ginger. Because of, cause of fo- oh, cause we're ginger. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. yeah, we are ginger. Yeah. Well, you think we've got a lack of things to no, whinge about, mate? I don't know if Nick's heard of sunscreen and hats and rashies and zinc cream. and. He obviously has never been um, a ginger, mate. We have got a plethora of things to whinge about. We never stop, mate. No. We've, got, we've got no talent. We've got no prospects. We've got no girlfriends. We've got no chance of getting girlfriends, Tim. Oh. And then we've got shit letters from Nick. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd actually like to put a genuine heartfelt apology to other ginger people out there who succeeded in life. Ed Sheeran. Yeah, that's because they colour their hair or something. Uh, look, look, the fact that we talk about three gingers, right? We talk ben about Stokes. Nicole Kidman, Ben Stokes, and Ed Sheeran. Pretty, three, hang on, three pretty successful gingers. Yeah, and they're though. fantastic, but there's only three. Damien Lewis, my, one of my favourite actors. Oh, how often have we mentioned him on the show? We mentioned him extensively last, last week. Last week, but that was the first time. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, shut up, Nick. 
<laughs> it's all good stuff. Yeah. Play a song and then we're going to talk to Associate Professor Dave Bay. A little bit of Beatles here. I love the Beatles. Here we go. She's not a girl. That was the Beatles with Happiness is a Warm Gun, Tim. And do you have a warm gun? I don't know what he's talking about, but uh, is that when they started to get weird with Yakulano, that sort of stuff, warm gun? No, I think it was a lot of drugs involved at that point, yeah, probably. They didn't um, take, well, Beatles took drugs. I think they had a few coffees before they wrote <laughs> I Am The Walrus. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. and again, I know we mentioned it last week, but I'm so excited for that doco coming out soon. You are rigid with excitement. Oh, I, just, I have a warm gun every time yeah, I think you about will. it. Yeah, That's right. So, we've got our friend, our great yeah. friend, Associate Professor Dave Bate on the phone, so let me just play the jingle. Right up. And now, it's time for an update on stuff. All right, good evening, Associate Professor Dave Bade. How are you? Good evening, Tim. Good evening, Luke. Well done, guys. Your shackles are almost off. That's right, yeah. Almost stack in the land of the living. Able to do all those things. I like have people over and I don't know what else. Did that stop? Yes. Well, we're not meant to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, we're, yeah, we're looking forward to having friends around, Dave. It's going to be awesome. That's it. You can go on park runs with 50 people again, Tim. Yeah, that's right. I've been looking forward to park run. I did print out a barcode for that once, but I never used it. So anyway, there we go. <laughs> now, we'll get straight into it, Dave. You're a big fan of social media influencers. I, I, I'm not, Tim. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever have been. Um, but they contribute so much to society, Dave. They contribute nothing to society, <laughs> and that's where the problem really starts. And I just don't know where they, where it all went a bit pear-shaped because I was actually okay with them taking photos of themselves looking pretty or good or at interesting places. But when they started to actually tell people what they think, that's what it really pear-shaped for me. Well, I, well, I don't quite that, understand why they thought anyone would be interested in what they had to say. That's um, a good point, mate, because it's, it's almost like it's become an occupation just to be hot now. Like, you, yeah. you don't see any ugly... Where's the ginger influencers? Have you ever seen one of them? I have not seen a ginger influencer, and I think that's something that you should actually share. Well, I'm glad you brought it up, because I Googled it in preparation for tonight, Tim told me what you were going to be chatting about. There's 13, Dave. 13. 13 ginger influences. They're all women, and there's not a freckle amongst them. you got to have freckles. They're not proper gingers, are they? They've just got auburn hair. Then again. Well, they've started skin protection very early in their life, haven't they? (laughs) Where's the men? Where's the ginger men? We can influence people to fight with each other or avoid sex at all costs. We could be the first ones to come along. Take things the wrong way. (laughs) There's really no men influences because we actually really don't care what anyone else does. No, that's right. That's right. It's all women, isn't it? It's all hot women, basically. They've started their own industry. Yeah, that's right. A lot of the times when women are getting dressed up for things, it's not for guys, it's for the other women like we don't care yeah we're pretty simple creatures <laughs> very very simple just, just look at me and I'll you know take me home that, no. that's right it's we're all happy to have a gander though we're all happy to have a gander have a look see what you look like but I don't really care what you think no, <laughs> you're, not, you're not an intellectual giant. No, that's you're right. Industry, if you were, so I don't care. No, that's right. Yeah, influencing wouldn't be your mainstay. No, that's right. No. You're a clothes horse, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Horse. And I, I agree too, because in these unprecedented times which we've lived through in the last eighteen months, they've started to put forward some, let's face it, fairly dangerous views on things from a position of absolutely no authority and no information and just, yeah, they're just cockheads. Well, I was thinking about not getting the COVID vaccination because that girl off home and away doesn't get it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, utter stupidity is all I can say. Mm. Utter stupidity. Totally agree. But, but doesn't that just go with our society now, mate? Like, we have people influencing that aren't influencers that just like to whinge about stuff and we have to listen to them now. Yes, 
We can't get away from them because no. the, the media keep publishing them. The Daily yeah. Mail, but it go broke without them. It would. Yeah. Um, News.com.au, that's another one. All them, yeah. You know, they just love stuff, to tell stories about girls who want to grow up to be an influencer. It's ridiculous. What? What was that, sorry? Yes. Like, it's an occupation. They want to grow up to be an influencer. Who do? Teenage girls. Some teenage girls. Yeah. When I grow up, I want to be an influencer. Yes. Who's saying that? The young people these days. They're, they're all over it. Jeez. Instagram, Instagram in the teenage bracket is just irresponsible, creepy, and dangerous. Well, why don't they influence people to donate to the poor? Or exactly. influence mm. people yes. to build schools in Africa? Can you do that from OnlyFans? <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans hasn't started its charity spin-off just yet. Okay. Uh, well, it's helping some people get through uni, isn't it? I believe so. All right, now, Dave, well, I think we've suitably... Uh, I think we've taken influences <laughs> to tell. I'll tell you what, all those young kids that were thinking about it have all just dropped off. Now. Yeah. Go, oh, we're not getting into it now. That's the boys right. don't approve. We're going to become brickies or doctors or so useful. <laughs> brickies. Now, there's one ginger male out there who said, I can break that mile. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if you're tossing up between being a brickie or an influencer, I think that decision's already been made for you. I think it has, yeah, that's right. I think you're the arseless chaps, probably. Anyway, what song have you got for us this week, Dave? Oh, mate, this is, this is, a, this is a bit of a classic now. It's, it's really the, the tune that started the, the generation of, of what's become Americana folk. Um, a, pan, a band called Camp with two A's, C-A-A-M-P. And their song, Vagabond, it's got two parts to it. Um, and the middle part, has got one beautiful word in it that's just yip. And it just gets me excited every time I hear it. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, look, well, before you go, Dave, I was going to actually ask you, as a medical person, is it all right if I just quickly show you my genitals? <laughs> um, it's just that Tim thinks they're really small. <laughs> and I just wanted to get a second opinion. You're a f- <laughs> I think Tim has a, 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 he's a well and truly abreast of all genitalia that he can tell you how they rank. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. It's been a pleasure again. In the night while my body slept in my bed. That was Vagabond by yeah. the band Camp. Half of it was shit, half of it was good. And it was the yip that separated it. It was, Dave was right, the yip is yeah. excellent. And yeah. I can just imagine sitting on a deck in Queensland somewhere with a cold beverage of some sort. Sorry, I'm not saying this to wind you up. Yeah, and then, you know, on Friday night, you've just finished work, you come home, you listen to that song, it goes, yep, yep, bang, the weekend's away. Or you'd be sort of sitting there going, oh, it's been a shit week, it's been really tough. Hey, you want to like have another beer? Yep, yep. let's bang. go. And away, then yeah, you go. That's it. That's good. I might want to have one now. All right. Uh, Should we hook into the Ginger Bites Award? Uh, Yeah, okay. Um, It just feels like we just go from segment to segment. Why do we talk anymore, Tim? Hey, because we've become bored with each other. That's what happens. Relationships relationship. We just sort of hit that thing where we just sort of sit on opposite sides of the couch and ignore each other and, you know, just put a pillow over ourselves and... (laughs) (laughs) What? I heard, a, I heard a story, and I'm going to share this story uh, about a house, a share house in Brisbane. And uh, the story was there's five of them in the house, and this is back in the days before pornography could be found on the phone, right? Mm-hmm. So you had to watch it all on the TV. And they only had one TV and one <laughs> video player, right? And apparently, what they used to do, and Dave has heard this story too. Apparently, what they used to do was get beer cartons and cut out a hole so they'd be like giant blinkers, and they'd all sit around. <laughs> And then I'll sit around in a semicircle <laughs> and you just weren't allowed to look at the side. <laughs> I should have been the pillow. That's what, 
a couple of roommates back in those early days. It was very similar. And someone would whack on a tape and you go, I can't watch poor with mates. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it made you think of the logistics, like, because you'd have to wait till everyone's finished. Imagine that going, all right, guys, I'm about to press play if I put that beer hat on. <laughs> carton on. Can, and you can decorate your carton. <laughs> Give it your own touch. <laughs> Call it the inseminator or something. Well, I'm done. Here the other boys can't. That's, right. That's what I mean. You just had to sit there watching poor. Wait until someone had the guts to get up and turn it off. We know you had that some sort of word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, you had that number number one done. Number yeah. two done. Just, just, just like to throw your thing into view. <laughs> anyway, can we just move on from all this? Let's play. Uh, this is why we do segments, mate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. We talk to each other. Shit, like that comes out. All right, ginger white swan. Let's yeah. go. Gingers have been persecuted for centuries. So, who's been drawing blood this week? It's Fat and Ginger's Gingivitis Award. Well, that, that story, that story be oh, 15, 20 years old at least. Oh, we're talking VCR days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had roommates where, <laughs> where you, you know, someone will whack on and go, what are we doing? Yeah, well, we used to, everyone would grab a cushion. <laughs> Community <laughs> service announcement, you don't watch porn with mates. Don't watch porn with mates. All the kids out there listening, <laughs> keep it in your bedroom where it belongs. All right. Now, Ginger Vice Award, let's move on from that. Yeah. Now, you originally wanted to give this to the guy from Squid Games. Yeah, I did. I don't know what and, his problem is. So tell us about that. Or the guy from Squid Games. The so guy who... The, oh, spoiler alert first. Okay, so well, let's just say the winner. No, the no, no <laughs> just say spoiler alert. So oh. if you haven't watched Squid Game, watch it because it's excellent. Yeah. And don't listen to this next segment. Yeah, fast forward like Five, a few minutes. Three, two, one, right. Go. Enough warning. So yeah, the main bloke wins. Gin, or whatever his name is. I can't because he's Korean and I'm ignorant. But the winner... The Korean bloke. The Korean... That's right. Yeah. Korean dude. It's not the Pakistani. No, that's right, yeah, because yeah. he gets shot in the head. Yeah. So he goes against his haircut. So he has that whole time where he's not very happy about the whole life thing and then he has an, a certain event where he meets someone and a lot of questions get answered and he's able to move on. The haircut he chooses is red hair. So he's got that sort of red wash through his hair. What's he trying to say? Well, What's his problem? That's the bit I couldn't get my head around. Because like, that was when he come good. Yeah, that's right. That he dyed his hair red. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's not really the ginger virus no, or That's it, not the spirit of it. No, no, no. But it is because, okay, when he goes to get on a plane, right, his life's all squared away. He's insanely rich. Yeah. He's better to go and see his daughter. It's all good. And then he, things happen at the train station and he gets all fired up and he can't control his anger. Uh, so he, he dials angry for starters yep. and says, I'm gonna, you know, it's me. And I'm coming I'm yeah, coming back for I'm, you. I'm coming to get you. Yep. Right, to an organisation. that's what redheads would do. They <laughs> get easily Pardon fired me. up. Yep. That's right. To an organisation which organises multi-million dollar games regularly. So, they're, yeah, they're pretty switched on. Yeah, they're very high. And up. then they... Obviously, they're watching him because they say, get on the plane, it's what's best for you. And he doesn't go, oh, yeah, no, nah, that's a good idea. I'll just get on the plane to my probably first-class seat to go and see my daughter and have a lovely life with all my money. He cracks the shits and turns around and storms back up the yeah, air bridge. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. I'm going to fight you all. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I, yeah. I see your point here. Uh, maybe we can do two recipients this week because I've, I've prepared we, one as well. If we must. Okay. <laughs> uh, of course, what have we got? Oh, well, this, this really grabbed my attention, Tim. Yep. And it should get every ginger person's attention, really, because this is a travesty right mm. I'm going to read out a couple of sentences to you from National Geographic mm. alright now if this doesn't fire you up so to speak nothing will according to a genetic scientist report in National Geographic the recessive gene that causes red hair is disappearing Tim Ooh. today only 2% of the world's population has red hair and scientists believe it could totally disappear within 100 years wow they're trying to wipe us out mate well it's like the mutants in X-Men 2 they're trying to get rid of us genetically how many X-Men's are there? Oh, there's a few, I think, yeah. They're just, they're, that's a bit of a trend these days, isn't we it? We probably shouldn't compare ourselves to mutants. <laughs> 
<laughs> but forget your COVID conspiracies. This is what we should be talking about. This yeah. is what we should be protesting, Tim. What are we? Red Lives Matter. <laughs> what other media outlets of the world going to talk about once COVID's over? Well, can we move them on to this? Well, I think so. I Everything think. opens up. They've got to whinge about something. That's it. Because what about us, mate? Let's do a protest. It'll have to be probably indoors. Yeah, or, we or, can't, or in winter. We can't do one in the park. We can only be outside between about 9 and 9.30 We can do one at night. Yeah, good call. Because that'll light up the city. And we have to yeah. understand the intersection of Flinders and Swanson Street because that seems to be the... Uh, That's the protest spot. Look, if they're wiping us out. We need a movement. <laughs> this smacks of effort. I oh, know. Yeah. We didn't get the digipone. No, that's right. All right, what about if we appointed someone else to be the figurehead? Done. Yeah? Who are we thinking? Ed Sheeran. Ron Weasley. What's his real? What's the actor's oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because think about it. Right. But he'd be about 20 by now, wouldn't he? Yeah, but kids love him. They grew up with him. Do they? So they're going to follow him. Okay. And yeah. he's already ahead of the game because he's already got two friends. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Very good. So, and, he knows, and he knows magic. So he could, and he knows magic. Yeah. You know, but he might be able to reverse the genetic processes. That's right. Yeah. What's the spell for that? Oh, I don't know. Gingerous. Gingerous reverso. <laughs> Pubis heris <laughs> maximus. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought, like, if they're going to be trying to wipe us out, even just like propaganda like that <laughs> they, they get to walk away and live their life have dinner with their family we've got to live it we've got to live it that's you know? right so uh, don't wipe us out as well as saying I reckon that, they win the ginger wise award and stay out of the sun that's yes, it. Yeah. in fact I might play a song for the gingers listening yep, go we on. would have heard that and gone oh my god are they getting rid of us right oh, this is from Coldplay it's called okay. Don't Panic with Don't Panic. That's for all the gingers out there. That's it. That would have heard that terrible, terrible news and thought, are they going to try and wipe me out tomorrow? Yep. Can I leave the house? Uh, all those sorts of things. So, uh, Don't Panic. Mm. We've got you covered here at Fat and Ginger. That's what we do. We That's look right. after our brethren. We brought back Dixie Drumsticks. Yep. We got rid of Gladys. Yeah, Gladys is gone on our saving gingers. Yep, yep. And Dan Andrews isn't far away. He's another recipient of the Justin, Justin Murphy Award. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, good luck, Dan. Um, That's watching your back if I was you my friend uh, time for that's crap that's crap alright let me play the jingle don't believe the hype that's actually crap Sorry, mate, I just strung out that little play the jingle bit because I noticed that you were still eating a sausage. I was eating a sausage, yeah. That's not a euphemism. No, it's not a euphemism. I was actually eating a cold sausage out of the fridge. So I thought I'll string that out a little bit. I got at the end of that cold play song and I asked you how long to go and you said 45 seconds. I thought, that's enough time. It said here 45 seconds, but it was only about 20 and then there was 25 seconds of silence after it. So worth it. I mean, Chris Martin, lift your game, please. Uh, You're you're throwing us out in. We're a very well-oiled machine. Absolutely. Now, for that crap, we're going to do a bit of a special one. Rather than usually we come up with one each, don't we? We do. But what we're doing this time, this is a emerging from lockdown special. Mm. Yeah, we're all going to be out hopefully on Friday, is it? Thursday night. Thursday night. And we just wanted to uh, talk about a couple of things that we haven't missed no. that we wish didn't come back. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. you know, most of the things that we're looking forward to, we're looking forward to going to the pub, we're looking forward to going out for tea, yeah. uh, seeing friends and family. But here's a couple of things that we're not going to miss. Because mm. we're very negative on this show. Well, we want to talk about the negatives. It's just us whinging for yeah, that's what we do, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so what do you got? I won't go to the one that's at the top of the list because I feel that you want to talk about that one. Yeah, I'll probably better place to do it. You are. Yeah. So I'll go to the one at the bottom of the list. Pre-COVID, this is one of my pet hates. Okay. Is when you go out, let's say you're meeting friends for coffee. 
but not friend friends, friends of friends, for example. Mm. The people that you're not that close with, yeah. and everyone's kissing everyone hello. Yeah, I hate the kiss I hello. I can't stand We're bored up with it, right? Because what do you do? You can't shake hands with a girl. Nothing. You? You nothing. Can't just walk say hello. Well, you say hello, I know. But right, say you've got a group of people, yeah, and I'm like listening. you said, one of them you sort of know, but you don't know that well. You shake hands with all the guys, and then we've been brought up to give the girl a kiss on the cheek, right? That's what we've always done. So a kiss on the cheek, right? I just don't think... Unless you've had relations with someone or you're planning to, I don't think their mouths need to be that close. No, that's right. I mean, it's a very European thing, isn't it? I think that's where it comes yeah, from. And we're, yeah. it's filtered down to us. It trickled down. Yeah, I know. I think we could do away with it. I, I agree. Because what's wrong with, okay, in these times we live in where... Yeah, we yeah. can't swap germs and all that no, sort of well, thing. Well, that's right. We can't Shaking be, hands is bad enough. Fist bump. Fist pump. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of those ones. Fist yeah, pumps. I'm happy. We'll, yeah. I'll, I'll forget that elbow thing. Yeah, right. no, Everyone's yeah. looking like a chicken tonight, that's you right, know, waving yeah. their arms around. But a diet of natural. Yeah. So look, but fist bump. So I reckon fist bumps for everyone. Yeah, I reckon everyone. No more kiss hello. No, what, even no shaking hands with guys. Oh, you know, no, shaking hands, yeah. yeah. But just a fist bump for the girls. Because I don't think girls like it either, by the no, way. No, no, I've had a few real awkward ones because they're people that you know. Yeah. And, and it happens especially for me when I, I know them professionally, but I've known them for that long. And you sort of shake the guy's hands and you go to give them a kiss and they're like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, no, 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 don't do it. And no. it's awkward, oh, mate. It is. Probably because I've got my hand on their leg too. That doesn't <laughs> the other, help. The other one is I'm generally not a fan of hugging people I don't really know. So you yeah, say, you yeah. know, it's... Well, like I don't a, really hug people I don't know. No, it's the same league though, isn't it? You know. Yeah. Oh, hi. Yeah. I don't touch... I don't know where you've been. The only time I've ever done it is if there's like one person out of like five people that are like really close to me. Say, hey, mate, I haven't seen you in ages. You give them a hug. And you get the fifth one, you're like, um, yeah, go <laughs> on. Put them on my head. <laughs> Just do that from now on. Just fist pump, but don't tell him. Just in a pocket in the jaw. So there we go. Look, I reckon we get rid of that. So if anyone's listening, yep, so who's hello. against the the kiss hello, let's ban it. Yep. If we ever got that fat ginger party off yep. the ground, you know, we should have done that anyway. We're too lazy. Yeah. Uh, I've got another one here. Long car trips with kids. Now, because we've been not just in lockdown, but we haven't been able to leave the state. Wow. And being in Victoria, the longest we can probably drive is about three or four hours. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but which is still long enough yeah. but these days it's the only thing worse than homeschool wow is long car trips with kids mm. because they're born and bred on their iPads mm. and iPhones and what do cars not have internet internet mm. I don't know why by the way why haven't cars got Wi-Fi now these days it's, own, question, it's own built in Wi-Fi why not planes have it yeah but no. the kids haven't got it and you run your hotspot and all that and then they use up your data and I don't know what they're looking at and I don't want sort of porn and stuff on my phone so I <laughs> we look at your face but you can't do anything with kids in a car. Now, I try not to be this person. I, I try not to be the back-in-my-day person. Yeah. But I'm going to be. Go on. Back in my day, we didn't have anything. Nothing. Nothing. You might have had a book to read. A deck of cards, perhaps. Mm. It's hard to play a deck of cards with three brothers in the back seat of a Beetle. Did you ever have one of those, like, magnet monopolies and that? Or magnet scrabble? And shit, shit just went everywhere. Shittest idea ever. Worst idea ever. Travel yeah. games. Yep. Yeah. 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 Because and it just doesn't work, mate. You're trying to reach across and as soon as someone accidentally bumps the board and shit goes off, there's yeah. punch-ons in the back. That's right. And then dad's swerving all over the road right. trying to reach back and sort <laughs> yeah, of That's right. Oh, go just go back home. No, you won't. No, you won't, mate. You've paid for it. You're looking stressed. You've got to get there now because you're a bloke and you're not going to give up. That's right. And it took you five hours to pack the boot. (laughs) 
which is tighter than Tetris. Yeah, when I was a kid, you used to play I Spy, but my kids probably play I Spy online now. <laughs> you know, when you with, saw... with some kid in Uganda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he used to go, hey, Toes, you want to come out and shoot the basketball? I'm already shooting the basketball on MPA yeah, 2K21. Right. That's Not right. Don't have yeah. to go outside. So, I remember playing Travel Monopoly in the backseat of the Beetle going somewhere. Firstly, you can't hear anything because it's so loud. Yep. And then I remember I landed on Mayfair and my oldest brother just goes, no, he didn't. Took the piece and threw it out the window. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. So, yeah, I reckon that's pretty crap. What else you got? Anything? Yeah, one more. Bumping into people you don't like at parties. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, so you're there, you're mingling, you're bopping away or whatever. Having a great time. Having a great time. Maybe having a tap on the shoulder. Maybe having a beer. With the condensation Why'd you have down to the bring outside, that up? chili as it touches I'll, your I've lips. I've got one in the fridge. Oh. I bought one for Johnny, so he'd have one. Yeah, that's true. Now and just uh, now just sitting there. They're so just there too. Mm. Yeah. No, no, don't do it. You've been good. No, but if you keep bringing it up, I'm going to. All right. And um, you'll cause me to me. No, don't try and put your shit on me. <laughs> so you're right, yeah. So, but not even the bump, but you see them across the room and just instantly go, oh, I do not want to talk to that person. Yep. And you, you avoid them successfully until you get that tap like, on the shoulder. Not because you actively hate them. But just because they might be like a weapons grade bore. Yeah. Barry will come over and, oh, g'day, Barry, how are you? Oh, very good, thanks. Yeah, what have yeah. you been doing? Oh, fascinating week at the uh, at the practice. We had a. You do his voice really well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> had a tax return come in from someone who actually had three investment properties. Oh, wow. Yeah, tell me all about tell it. Tell me all about it. Oh, thanks, I will. I'll just grab a fresh drink. Oh, jeez. Well, speaking of Monopoly, there should be a get out of boredom free card. Yeah. You know, where someone comes up to you at the party and goes, hey, Luke, what have you been up to? That's the old saying. What have you been up to? Yeah. Where do I start, mate? Yeah, I've been seeing you in five years. I've done a bit of shit in that yeah, time, right. you know. And just go, oh, sorry, mate. Um, I don't mean to be rude, but I'm going to play my card now. Yeah. This is a get out of this conversation free. Yeah. Just hand them the card and walk away. Oh, and they shit. add it to their stack of cards. <laughs> Collect them. But like, now you have to make an excuse, like, oh, I'll finish my drink or, you know, I'll shat myself. Yeah. Or <laughs> I'll finish my drink. They go, no, it's full. You go, hang on, give me a sec. Yeah, that's right. Skull it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's, so that's crap. Do we agree that everything yeah. was said? In fact, everything we've said is crap, really, isn't it? As opposed to normal. All right, well, I hope that this song is a reflection of what is coming next, Tim. Bob summed it up. Times are changing, Tim, and we're starting to come out of lockdown, which is exciting. Not a fan of Bob Dylan. No, no, why not? I just think his songs are shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good reason. Besides that, why don't you like him? (laughs) (laughs) I don't like him personally. (laughs) Maybe he's a lovely bloke, I don't know. I just just don't like his music. Yeah, that's fair enough. Not my cup of tea. If we all liked everything, it'd be a boring world, wouldn't it? It would. So, for example, if I was from Virginia in the States and I didn't like us, I'd be Justin Murphy, which makes it time for Justin Justin Murphy. Are you easily offended? Welcome to the Justin Murphy Club. Now, you're a bit of a basketball fan. I don't mind the old um, dribble, dribble, that shoot, all that sort of stuff. And I believe you've got a guard. You're an idiot. You're a contender for it. You're done? Sorry, yeah, I'm done. Right. You got a contender this week for us? Yeah, it's a bit sad, this one, because I really liked this guy. Um, we're giving the Justin Murphy Award to the Philadelphia 76ers 
Ben Simmons, will he be playing at the Philadelphia 76ers for much longer? No, he's gone back there. So just to, for those who don't know the story, I think most people would be aware of it. He had a terrible final series uh, last year. And I awful. watched that last game, mate, and he was awful. I followed the 76ers because of him. I tend to follow the Aussies. And, uh, you know, he was playing some pretty good basketball as a young fellow. And I thought, yep, I'm going to get behind him and follow his career. You know, some people follow LeBron or some people yeah, follow yeah. Jordan. I was going to follow him. He was awful in the finals. Um, terrible. Probably did a play that cost him the game in game wow. seven when it was three all. You know, when that happens, you've got a couple of options. He just took the wrong one. He sulked and he quit the boomers. So the boomers were going to the Olympics. said, no, I'm not playing now. I'm going to go and work on my game. What a load of crap. Yeah. If you're going to work on your game. Go and play basketball. Go and play basketball against the best people in the world with a team of people that will absolutely love and support you. Yeah, that's you know, right. Away from the, the glare of being in a, a sports mad city yeah, like that's Philadelphia. Right. Yeah. That would have been the best thing for him to get his confidence back. But no, nah, he said, no, I'm not going to do that. And then when they said, all right, well, it's time to training. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, wouldn't go to training. Wouldn't take anyone's calls. They weren't allowed to go see him. Basically oh. said, no, I want out. And it just... I don't know, it just stunk of just being a sook. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. You know? And like, they were all going, trying to reach out to him. Sorry, we're sorry, Ben, we want you to come back. No, nah, don't even want to talk to you. And the reason why I'm bringing him up now is he's had to go back because no one wanted him. They yeah. tried, he goes, no, nah, trade me. And they, they couldn't trade him because no. no one wanted him, mate, no. because he, his attitude was poor. He stunk it up in the finals when the pressure was on the line. He went to pieces. Mm. No one wants a player like that. If he'd been playing well at the Olympics, could we have won a silver medal instead of a bronze? I, I think we had to beat the US to do that would we have beaten him I don't know but I'll tell you what we would have gone better with him in the side yeah. you know because he's one of the better players he's an all-star yeah. he's our only all-star yeah. so he was our best player and he didn't play and sooked it up and then he's had to go back with his tail between his legs and say oh can you take me back now guys because he's got no other option and then all hate his guts well they? they're saying they don't but there's got to be some animosity there of course it does you know it just, it just it was really poor attitude and it made me think right yeah. who else has had a bit of a sook when it comes to sport famously John McEnroe yeah, well, he was always pugnacious. That was his thing. But I'm saying, like, the one I thought of was uh, Michael Clark. Yes, yeah, he that's right. He was a silk with the team when he wanted yeah. to go and see Lara. And that's right, he didn't want to sing the song. Yeah, didn't want to sing the song. And, and uh, who was it, Kadic got him up against the... Yes, it was, yeah. And uh, Simon Kadic never played for Australia again after that. No, he did. Did he? But when Michael Clark became captain, he never did. That's right, sorry. Yeah, so he you, kept yes. playing until Clark got captain and then and yeah. it was just, he was one of our best players and, they, and then cut him. Michael Clark said no. So to me, that's the same thing. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yep. If that happened now, he'd get the Justin Murphy award. He would. Yep. 100%. Uh, you said another one too. Was it Djokovic, I think you said? Yeah, Djokovic. So Djokovic is having a sook because he's not, uh, he's one of these weirdo anti-COVID so conspiracy doesn't exist people. And so he won't answer the question about being vaccinated. So he's going, oh, looks like I'm, do they, you know, really sort of passive aggressive yeah, teenager. Yeah, yeah. Oh, looks like I'm not coming to Australia to play in the Good. Australia. You can hear it collectively around Australia and just goes, oh, okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Someone um, else might win it for a change. Yeah, well, that's, oh, okay. No. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. I've got to put this out there. Realistically, not a lot of people really care about tennis in Australia. No, no, they don't. They only switch over the tennis I mean, I don't, when, when the cricket's on. When the cricket's not on, you go, what else is on? I'm not actually, you're talking about you, Tim. No, 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 I'm not. I'm talking about everyone. Yeah. No one really likes the tennis. I've got a funny story about sooking in sport, and it yeah. is a basketball story. Go on. Right, when Toby was a young fella, right. I'd say about seven or eight, mm. right, he won a, a thing to go to a McDonald's clinic in Melbourne wow. with Andrew Bogut. And this wow. was back when Bogut was, was massive. At right? the height of his powers. At the height of his powers. He was huge yeah. in Australia 
Australian basketball. And uh, we went along, and Toby used to wear this headband. I think he saw LeBron wearing it or something, mm-hmm. and he wanted to wear this headband. So he wore his headband to the thing. Anyway, the McDonald's was shooting an ad there that day. Mm-hmm. When it finished, I got a tap on the shoulder. It was the guy from the, the film crew. And he said, look, is that your son there? I said, yeah, yeah. He goes, can we get him to stay back afterwards? Mm-hmm. We want to film an ad with him and Andrew Bogut, mm-hmm. right? And, and he's going to play one-on-one against Bogut. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. Anyway, we hung back and everyone else has left and, and they started playing one-on-one and these guys were going around and with the film camera. And this is just an indication of Toby, like how much he hates to lose. Like mm. he's, he's a real, no, I'm not playing, I'm taking me bat and ball going home. So they're playing against each other and he was scoring in his head and Bogut was getting all these little trick shots in and Toby couldn't get one. He's only seven, I could barely reach the ring. Mm. He cracked the shits, Tim went and sat down, wouldn't get back up. Because <laughs> Bogut was beating him. That's great. Yeah, I said, come on, mate. And they're looking at me, going, can you get him? We haven't finished shooting this ad. I'm going, come on, Toby. No, nah, there's no matter what I did, I could not get him to get up and keep playing against him. He just cracked the shits, went and sat down. In the end, I said, sorry, guys, he won't get up. I can't get him to get up. I can't force him to. And they've gone, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, right, no worries. And I've grabbed him, I've gone out and I've gone, why wouldn't you play, mate? He goes, he was beating me 6'3". <laughs> That's great. That's what he cracked it about. That's great. And you know what? That ad never come out. No. He spoiled their whole thing, the whole campaign. So he could have been famous. He could have been famous. You know, the kid from the basketball yeah. ad, but he cracked the shits and he did a bit of a Ben Simmons. Did, didn't he? Yeah. yeah so. That's it, no. So it's well done. Yeah. I like it. Oh, well, he might get his own Justin Murphy one <laughs> way he's going, way he's carrying on. That's true. Anyway, uh, bad luck to Ben. I'm sorry to have to do this to you, my friend, but you've got a lot to make up to a lot of people. Is that an Australian classic? When you think of great Australian songs, Tim, is that what you think of? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I do. But it makes you think, what did he do? Who? Him in the song. So, yeah, she won't be around. It's all very sad. But what did he do? I've actually worked out the lyrics because my kids really like that song and I explained it to them. It's a bloke going back to his hometown and um, saying, look, I'm happy to catch up with you boys for a few beers, but I just don't want to see her. Is that so, right? Yeah, but then he keeps banging on about it, like, where is she and yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, so. we all suck, don't we, when we get someone break up with us. Mm-hmm. Jimmy should just get on with life. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's all I think, I think he did. He left the band and he did, did a ride on his own. That's so he did. He's still making music today. Now, we have got a very, very special guest here. I'm very excited about this. We have. Internationally renowned guest. He's on IMDb. He's, he's done a few shows. He's done movies. He was just telling us about a movie he was in. He was. The most important thing, a very, very funny man. He a is. very yeah. uh, hilarious comedian. We had the pleasure of being on stage with him in a chuka. It's just incredible comic, mate. And uh, I'd like to introduce, hang on, I've got to get my thing ready. Well, that was the longest applause clip. Yeah, all right, ready? Uh, yeah. Give it up for Johnny Lynn. <laughs> and then he doesn't know how to watch it. What happens is he doesn't know how to stop it, so it just goes on and on and on for yeah. like 25 Johnny seconds. Lynn, everybody. Yeah, keep it going as yeah. he walks on the back like a headline. This is, this is what happened in the chuka, too. Yeah. yeah, from the 13 people that were there. That's it. <laughs> Uh, they went crazy, so... And he doesn't see them. If you yeah. don't know, I, I like it. it. Yeah. I like it. It's a, nice, well, it's a certain tone, though. Yeah, yeah. listen. There you go. Well done, Johnny. So there you go. How are you, mate? Thanks, Lukey. That's, that's, I don't know, that's just warm. My little cotton socks, no end. I just feel all warm and tingly inside. You, and, you know what I love? He's such a professional. Like, he was off air before and he's going, that's it. Tim's late. We're doing this now. This is bullshit. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, you, tr- yeah, you tried to climb with narcotics and alcohol. <laughs> and, 
No, we don't have narcotics in this house, Tim, just in case anyone's listening. Oh, yeah, good call. Um, yeah. But we would like some if someone wants to send right. some in. That's that would right. be fantastic. That's right. We'll dispose of them safely. Yes, we will. Absolutely. We'll make sure they find a good home. That's it. Johnny, you are comedian extraordinaire. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into comedy. We'll start from the start. So what took you into the industry? Took me into the industry was... Uh, I didn't phrase that well, did I? No, that's good. It sounds professional. How did you start in comedy? So I was going on a date with a lass and uh, the boys I was living with at the time said to me, man, she's dumped you, it's over. She's not meeting you at all. This is, and I was- This was the first date, sorry. No, 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 I'd seen this girl a couple of times and uh, I told the boys how it had went and we'd had an argument about something and the boys said, that's over. You know, she's she's meeting you in this bar to stand you up. I thought there were fools arrived into the bar. I was stood up. And I'm sitting there going, man, I can't go back there till midnight. Or those boys. They will just tear me apart. So... I sat there thinking I have to sit here till about midnight and I saw a sign that said comedy upstairs and I went upstairs and <laughs> watched it and So you got into comedy out of spite. Out of total spite and rejection <laughs> and fear and yeah. shame. And little did I realise that was the petri dish to make for a great Yeah, yeah. Oh, I need more of that when you f up on stage, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing a bit of acting and I saw guys and you know you see like Chappelle or you know a big internet it's so distant from your perceptions of what you can accomplish really as a you know as a dude just sitting in an audience whereas you go to smaller gigs and it's achievable well, I saw it more as, well, I've done monologues in tiny little venues. I mean, at that time as an actor starting off, you do like lunchtime shows in Bewley's in Dublin, for example, like this famous old coffee house. So you do upstairs and do, oh, come and watch a 50 minute play and get a soup and a sandwich really? and a coffee for your lunch. That's cool, yeah. and, that's how people started, you know, that's how you, like, and you got to, and it was mostly, you know, <laughs> none of us, none of those works are maintained in the canon. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying, you know, that was the start of the Irish enlightenment of the, you know, but we started that way, and when I watched comedy in that real small context, I was like, oh, I could do that. Like, I could, It's like a monologue. Mm. I've stood in front of 40, 50 people and, you know, delivered a monologue. The only difference is I'm going to have to write this monologue. Yeah. Mm. And then you start doing that. And of course, you're terrible. Like, I said, first gig I ever did went all right, and I thought it was great. And the second gig was horrendous. Sounds like someone else I know. Yeah, I had exactly the same experience, mate. Oh, and then you totally think, oh, I got this cranked up. This is is easy. I thought I was going to be the best. I can feel the power, the magic within me. It's too great a force to control. <laughs> yeah, but you persisted, mate, and you got on the circuit over in England. Is that right? Oh, no. For the first for the first while, I was doing stuff in Ireland, and I luckily got uh, this guy, PJ Gallagher, who's a big act in Ireland. Um, 
Well, I was friendly with PJ at the start. Like, we were, we were, I won't say mates, but matey like Pally and all are friendly to each other around the place. And he got a big break in Ireland. He did a show called The Naked Cat, became a huge thing, and he became big. And he went on the road, and I was pretty much about to jack it in in terms of aspirations because I was like, I'm not enjoying this anymore. So I wanted to be a pro, but now I went, I'm not a pro, and I'm not an amateur who digs it. Mm, yeah. This is horrible now. So what should have been if I had a day job, a great release, and a, a joyful experience was between those two worlds. So I'd pretty much decided I was going to jack it in, but. PJ got the big break and he thought because <laughs> PJ's still a big deal now, he's a beautiful man great comedian but he thought oh, I'm only going to get this one tour you know he thought this show's ahead I'm going to get one run so he said to me you want to come on the road as kind of a who am I going to pick to come on the road yeah as a support act his opener who am I going to get on with and so if it wasn't for that you wouldn't have persisted no I was I'd had enough I'd yeah. had enough I, yeah because that would have been big crowds wouldn't it yeah yeah huge huge so you do the Vicar Street in Dublin which is the biggest place you could play what, you know, so, all that sort of jazz wow, yeah, fantastic. yeah and I mean, look, I was a supporter. Peter was the, the starter, but things were going great for him. He's brilliant. And he had a musician mate too, Pat Devine, who he brought in to do some sort of musical numbers at the end and stuff. And the three of us just became the best of mates traveling around. Yes. We would just be driving. We'd drive five, six hours down to a show, do the show and drive five, six hours. Oh, really? So it actually was, Peter at the time had jacked the drink and so it wasn't a boot, it was actually very, you know... Oh, can, can I, sorry, sorry. I've got my hand up here. We'll cut that bit out and we'll just yeah, say, shut, you crazy, yeah. shut your face hole. <laughs> I can just touch on the subject. So when this good friend of yours had jacked in the drink, just for a little bit, just to improve himself personally, how did you approach that? Did you sort of say, oh, no worries, man, that's fine? Or did you what, pester what you him? Into? Shut up. Did you pester him <laughs> endlessly about having a drink? First of all, I am... Um, you know, one of the best men you could ever meet, like in terms of being a friend. Thank you, the parallels, yep, good. Every yep. single aspect of his sacrifice to rein it in. But the other thing was, he was my boss, so I did it. He was playing the bills. He could have turned around and said, look, I'm doing magic tricks, communing with devils. Mate, I will be here behind yeah, you. Give me my black cloak, I'll be right yeah. So Tim, that was a boss. Yeah. That's probably where your analogy falls down. Yeah, it doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, you're no, not paying me. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to either, so <laughs> that's right. Get stuffed. Um, we were talking off air before we started about uh, great Irish contributions to the arts. And I was talking about uh, Brendan Gleeson and movies and stuff. Mm. We were having a great discussion. And you were talking about a movie you were in. Oh, hang on. Before we get to that, Johnny, you obviously went on to do your circuit. You're, you're a big comedian now. And then you've got the movie. Yeah, huge, so, huge, huge, huge comedian. comedian. Yeah. Just sitting here with us. Yeah. Like straight out of Geelong. Straight out <laughs> of Look, if you just leave, if you leave your invoice on the table. <laughs> straight out of Geelong will be the title of your biopic. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. The Paris of the East. <laughs> That's right. I love the this town. Victorian Riviera, we call it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so you booked the movie. How'd that go? Well, you were, you were in, you're vying for a movie. Was that right? Uh, we were talking about Brendan Gleeson, weren't we? We were, we were. And the movie The Guard. The Guard, which yeah. is great. And you said, well, you nearly got a part in that. You were nearly like... He was uh, in nearly in 25 minutes of it. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us about that process and what got you to that point. Oh, look, man, we would, we would, anything you go for, like it's uh, the margins of getting something and not getting something are so tiny, you know. Um, but yeah, I've gone for lots of stuff, not gotten lots of stuff, gotten some stuff, but I think the game to kind of give you some. I don't know, sort of understanding the process. I remember doing a play years ago that was cast, but it took about three years for the production to kick off. And when when three did, years, yeah, yeah. Cause, wow. So a company will commission it, but then they have to produce their other commission plays before that one gets off. Oh, okay. So there's like a back catalogue. Yeah. So you, you can get great news for something and realise it ain't going to become manifest for three years. And, uh, and, that, and that would mean, sorry to interrupt, but that would mean obviously no money for you as a working actor slash comedian for three years. Yeah, you got to do something else yeah. and hope something yeah. else comes up, you know. But it's um, all these things. But I, I think even to bring it back to your Brendan Leeson comment there, the last I did this play called Rank, which is amazing, amazingly funny, and I can say yeah. that because I didn't write it. A, a bloke, Robert Massey, amazing Irish playwright, wrote it, and it was it was genuinely hilarious. And after that, I started getting to go to auditions. I was never asked before. Asked to yeah. Go yeah. before that, um, one of them I went in, and it was uh, so Donald Leeson is Brendan's son who's like, I don't know, he's in General Hooks and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's, he's in tons of well, stuff. He's an son? actor. That's his son, yeah. I didn't know that. that. I didn't know he's been in heaps of movies. He was in tons Harry, of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Really? Is not I have to look him up. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah. he's huge. He's a big he's actor. Huge, and I don't know what And he's class. Dom Hall. Yeah, yeah. It's like Dom Hall or something. Dom. 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 So it's Dom. Yeah, yeah. So it's Dom. It's the Irish spelling. Yeah, right. He's been in heaps of films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about I don't know if you've seen that. That was a great film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I just mean like how hard that game is and the reason I bring in Don. The, when I finished that play, I was like, oh, like the play did really well for us and I was asked to audition for the Abbey, which is like the big theatre and all, the big historical theatre and all. So it's like the national mm, right. rise to the UK. And uh, it was a Shakespearean, what was it? Uh, the Twins, Comedy of Errors, I think. Mm, yeah. And uh, anyway, we got there and I was like, I'm, I'm telling this story to show how hard this game is. So this was like the first, I'd been gone seven years or something. To, and I was like, oh, I got to audition in the Abbey on the back of doing that play, which I waited three years to do. And then six months run. And, uh, I get to the audition and I walk in and there's like Donald and Alan Leach and you know guy, guy Alan Leach one of the guys and um, he's in that Freddie Mercury thing anyway yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, these guys so are class pretty, pretty so, names, yeah, yeah and I'm not saying that out of like but I just mean there are guys and I got there and went oh these guys are auditioning this is like high end this is the best the best here all this and the director bloke says, all right, lads, his name is Jason Brown. He says, I want you to run up and down this hall. And genuinely, this is we're in this old ecumenical hall. And we're all like, have our, you know, our soliloquies prepared and all that. Next to me, run up and down and this I'm gonna hall. I'm going to be guessing you're not wearing running says, gear, are you? He says, uh, you boys, your footfall's too heavy. 
So what? you boys are out. So your footfall is too what? heavy. Yeah, yeah, your footfall is you too heavy. You didn't run in the right manner. For this, we didn't even get to like. Oh, you didn't get to say a goddamn word to anybody, you know? <laughs> like, they're like, what? your footballs do heavy. I remember walking out the door, and the reason I bring up Don Morales is not like dropping their names. No, I mean, no. I'm walking out the door with the two boys the same. These guys who are like unbelievably class, even back then. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this is a long time ago when we're all just young actors and joining in that coming up. You were looking going, these boys are like, these boys are the, the business, for example, even. Someone got stuff in the guy who wrote the guard, his plays mm. in London and what have you. And suddenly they're like, yeah, your footfall's too heavy, you're gone, you're out of <laughs> And I was looking around going, it's man, incredible. this game is just insane. This yeah. is just insane. So it's been years waiting for this thing. You get into this position, they run up and down the hall and they're going, we're not even going to let you read the shit off a page just because, because you your footfall's too heavy. heavy. What if you had fallen and arches like, or flat feet? You know, that's not your yeah, problem. They, yeah. can, they can do things for that. They can build platforms. They can do that's that. hardcore. Surely they'd have to let you speak at least and to say, uh, yeah, not what we're looking for. But this is what I mean. This is why it's yeah, such a tough game crazy, and why those boys have done so amazingly well. Yeah. You know that that is how harsh it is. It's and don't say yourself, short Johnny. You've uh, you've been in season one of a TV show for BBC, and they've just announced they're doing season two and three. Ooh. Which one's this? That's so, it. Yeah. Well, they actually haven't announced that yet. Oh, sorry, I told we you in uh, private before. The okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, can <laughs> yeah. be out? Yeah. Are you trying to ruin my life, Luke? <laughs> is this? Yeah. Well, you're trying what to ruin. He's trying, ruin, he's trying to ruin mine. But you, know, you did book a show. You've got a TV show coming out. Uh, it's been out or it's coming out here soon? It's out here um, on Nova the 15th Jones. of November, yeah. Nova Jones yeah. on the 15th of November, which is three weeks away. So uh, and where can people see that, mate? On the ABC. ABC and, ABC, and what's it about? So it's a kid's oh, show? So it's like a kid's show, family-friendly show. Uh, that's this musical comedy sort of number where uh, it's set in space and the biggest pop star in the galaxy is this lass uh, Molly Rainford who's the singer and actress who plays her is the the titular Nova Jones who's um, and she's pretty class like it seems to be doing well and because I'm pretty cut off from there at the moment yeah. oh, I don't really but it um, you know according to everyone I've spoken it's doing really well yeah, you know we've got this thing called the internet right yeah yeah, yeah I know yeah. but man I try not to because that stuff if you're in something following it or whatever that's pretty poisonous mm. you know do your best and then go well there's nothing else I can do it can be poisonous Johnny but I'll show you a couple of sites after the show where um, you might be able to get something out of it with Nova Jones I've got to apologise it's like having to take your younger brother to work or something like it's <laughs> well Tim's actually applied for a carer's position so he reckons that living with me, he can <laughs> get a pension. No. I reckon we play a song All right. and we'll come back. Right. Here's a little bit of Tupac with California Love. California Love. We keep on rocking. Just come on, shake, shake it, baby. And Tupac, 
with California Love. Tim, what do you think? Uh, I'm more of a New York person myself, so California, take it or leave it. Next. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you're going to go 7 out of 10. You always do 7 out of 10. Yeah, because it shuts you up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> about it. I watched him enjoying that number, <laughs> and then he actually flexed his biceps. Did <laughs> <laughs> you spot that? Yeah. He's like, oh, God damn it. Is, is that a Mozzie oh, bite? Oh, oh, look at these gums. <laughs> look at these gums. How is he looking, Johnny? I mean, I know you don't know Tim as well as I do, but he's looking pretty good, isn't he? Listen, Tim, I see you've really pulled it together. <laughs> Thank you, John. I appreciate it. <laughs> Listen, whenever I think of prime physical fitness yeah. in a manly sense. You think of a 43-year-old. Yeah, there you just, you know, ready to go. 100 like, kilo fucking ex-teacher with the giant If I had to walk yeah. the mountains with any man. <laughs> It's the nicest thing anyone said to me in a long time. Thank you, John. Oh, I'm going to have to really work hard to get back in his good books after this, Johnny. You are building him up so much. Thank you, mate. I appreciate the feed. It's nice to have someone talk positively to me. Listen, listen. You deserve all the accolades. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mr. Bicep. Mr. Bicep, man. I'm calling you that from now on. Now, Johnny, international comedian. You've done comedy all over the world. You've done cruise ships. You've done New York. You've done Japan. You've done all these things. We we had a good chat on the way back from Matuga. And you told me, a story about how you ended up here in Geelong for someone who's travelled the world and is you know, renowned all over the world and probably a big future ahead of him in acting. Can you tell our listeners how you ended up here in Geelong? I, uh, as, as, as a great many men would tell you, I was, uh, I was brought low by a woman. <laughs> <laughs> and a great woman too I've met Amelia she's a lovely low, low gents oh listen I, I adore the very bones of this woman who has totally taken my soul and, uh, <laughs> sounds good so far <laughs> you know, she will listen no, to this no, one no, day no. and she'll be like yeah, she will not listen to this no. she barely listens oh, to me she... in the kitchen when I'm screaming <laughs> about the bins there's no way she is going to sit down Research this down no, 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 on this obscure podcast. Oh, she can't wait till I'm gone. <laughs> she, I mean, she loves me too, but we like to love each other from WhatsApp video sessions. Yeah, when we're on different parts of the world. That's uh, that's yeah, a money kid, but each relationship no, we, is unique. You know? Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, look. Well, I, I do laugh at it because when I first met my lady, we. You know, I hit it off or what have you, and I was like, oh, listen, I'm never doing a long-term relationship again because I'm on the road so much, you know? Like, you might get a call and you pick up a tour, you pick up two separate tours, and you're on the road for six months. And that can be very hard on, you know, your partner. And I I had that with my previous partner. It, it, um, like, it was brutal, man, it it was brutal. So I met my missus and uh, she had been seeing for the previous good number of years a bloke who worked in the mines. So she was totally groovy with so you'd be here three months and then gone three to five months. She was She's like, used to that lifestyle. Used yeah. to that lifestyle, loving it. And then I was like, you're cool with that. There's going to be no well, that's a crying at the airport. She's literally yeah. waving me off like the joy, <laughs> pushing tears of joy in her face. She's, I'll see you in four months, baby. I love you. And I can feel the love. Whereas yeah. it used to be, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you meet her? Um, 
in a bar in Melbourne yeah in a bar in Melbourne so I actually met the dude she was on a date with <laughs> oh so she was on a date oh, she was on what a, on a did date she see you do stand up or did you just bump into it Um, I I can't remember how it kind of came down but I got chatting to him and then um, he was a, a, a really long term friend of hers and they were sort of he was living in the States and he came over to see her or whatever and look man it was all we were just hanging out having beers and what have you and then I think about a week later I was still knocking around Melbourne because I've loads of I've a lot of family here I have cousins and godchildren and you know auntie mm. and uncle and all that I'm very close to here now. so me moving to Australia wasn't that necessarily a big Australia I've, I've a lot of people here yeah. so mm. it wasn't like uh, yeah, just moving to Norway yeah, yeah. my brother's a citizen blah 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 so I was um, you know just hanging around and we just started going for coffees and stuff like totally as a you know, I thought she was going to keep seeing... Old mate. Yeah, yeah, that dude. And then... Can um, we name him? Can we... Because he might listen to this one day and go, oh, is that what happened? <laughs> no, John, no. Johnny Lynn moved in he on my missus. He fully knows where I'm on. They, they were kind of... Whatever, he was... Yeah, I don't know whether they'd... Whether it was going to work in that way or what have you. But, um, yeah, we just started hanging out. And then... Um, my thing was Meals used to be an air stewardess for Qatar Airways and stuff so mm. she saw nothing to, for example I'd go look I've a run of shows in Japan this month I'm going to be in Tokyo this weekend the, the venue there there's an amazing place they put on for you so she'd be like yeah game ball jump on a flight to Tokyo and we'd you know, spend time together that way. So that's how it kind of came about over a couple of years, really. And then it was mm-hmm. like, well, she was like, listen, you know, one of she rung me one day and she says, listen, you know, we need to sit down as a couple and decide which one of us is going to make the big move. Ooh. And well, I said, yeah, that's like, perfect. Thinking I won't see her again for four months. <laughs> that gives me a lot of time. And, then and she called me back about eight minutes later and said, I've sat down as a couple. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> and and it's I you. arrived here on the 12th of February. And then some dude ate a bat in China. Some and dude ate a bat in China. And suddenly it was like... So we're totally in love because you're comfortable with me disappearing for three months. And she was like, I need you to disappear for three months. Mm-hmm. I can't live with anybody full time. And then yeah. Darren Andrews, who I actually did a corporate, I did the Irish Chamber of Commerce. And Dan Andrews was in town. And Dan Andrews, did I follow him? So Dan Andrews came up and gave a speech. And I, I went on. Look, I just guested to uh, get up and whatever the Irish connection my auntie and uncle were there and uh, yeah how little did I know that Dan Andrews was going to become such a big part of my life yeah. so, uh, so all of a sudden you were stuck here mate you went from being travelling around the world thinking I'll see Amelia every so often and come back and base yourself uh, here well not so often like I was going to live here and like <laughs> Luke's framing this is he going to see her every so often I'm like, I'm like dude you try to get me killed you see she's not going to listen to this no um, no you travel and you come back and pace yourself here. That was a plan, yeah? Yeah. And yeah. then COVID hit and you were stuck here. 
Still was, so, yeah. So what so, happened from there? Because your industry just died overnight, mate. So I did, yeah. So we did like six months locked together in the house. Wow. And uh, I'd been concentrating more on live stand-up for the last few years. It was like, prefer doing this. It's You're in more control, man. Auditioning and all that stuff can be, and you can spend so much time preparing, audition to send stuff off, doing third, fourth, fifth. Audition. And time you're not getting paid for either. You're not getting paid for no. any of it. And it's heartbreaking and it doesn't work out. No one says, there's no feedback. There's no, oh, well, we thought. It's just, well, didn't get into that. Yeah. And that's whatever it is. But I decided, nah, man, I'm going to do the stand-up. But obviously not working for six months. I was ringing around every cast and director I know <laughs> saying, I'm sending tapes, I'm on Zoom. Get me out of this What, what, what can I apply for? I'll this woman's going to kill me in my sleep. I've become untrustworthy about the food. Untrustworthy. I've become distrustful about the food. <laughs> we can so now, that. I'm, right. now I'm saying I'm trying to poison her. I don't know. It was All a different time. Is they can't prosecute it. My balls alive. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the crime hasn't been done yet. <laughs> so, um, well, hang on. That makes us accessories before the fact. Before the fact. Is that a charge? Well, yes, it is. Can, can I ask you? <laughs> can I ask you a proper question? Are you going to stick around for the comedy festival next year? Will you be here? Do you think? Or you don't know? I suppose. Uh, and if so, can I open for you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know to be honest. Yeah, okay. well, you don't do you? I suppose if you get it. The next one up, I don't think I'm gonna be here. No, no, you'll be doing some sort of you know, I'll be something here. with uh, Michael Caine or what he's retired. That, no, that, I don't mean that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, Mike's retired. Yeah. Mike. Oh, Mike, is that oh, whenever, Mike. You, whenever you hear that, like any performance, saying, that's it, I'm done. Is that, that is the last call going? Well, if I say that, someone's gonna give me a guess. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter what level you're at, like, I've done that loads, that's it, I'm out of this game, please, please, Timmy, give me, cast me in that, I know you're shooting, I know you're shooting. You're going to bounce back real quick, mate, you've got the show happening, you're going to be uh, touring again soon. You've been a fat junior. I mean, the, the tens of people that listen to this podcast will be to all see here. Your phone will be exploding right well, now. Who, oh, who could, how could I have known when I moved to Geelong, the Paris of the East? Yeah. As it. I said, how could I have known that one of the world's greatest <laughs> podcasts was hiding away, wrestling yeah. in Mount Dunedin, it's just the fine. brand new McDonald's on N- the highway. <laughs> nestling between. Brand brand new. You're actually hiring. Yeah, I this is a tough this gig <laughs> I was driving by and I was thinking how long is it before I'm doing that yeah. I was going to ask you if you bought anything around yeah. <laughs> I used to be an assistant manager of Hungry Jacks many many years ago it's before or after the Air Force uh, before. there's bragging and, and, and then I know I know this is just I know. too much like, <laughs> I know I know sorry I didn't mean to make it about me but and I've got to say that I've got one of the like best. I feel a bit intimidated now like this dude's just like Slamming his accomplishments down on the table. Yeah, big, 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 big fleshy <laughs> accomplishments on the table. He's like, I don't mean to just drop it in, but there was a time when I ran the. He did go for the job, it was between him and Donnie Gleason. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> 
But I've got to say that if you ever want good stand-up stuff, work in fast food because it's miserable. It's so, so bad. And all good comedy, as you would know, is misery plus distance. And so. this said from another ex-school teacher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Johnny, uh, thank you so much Absolute for following me, mate. Great to have a chat with you. Yeah. It's been funny. You've got a big future coming up. And just before you go, if you ever need a couple of support acts when you're oh, touring, <laughs> come on, mate. We'll, we'll go on some double cool boys. Yeah. You boys are it. We'll make yes. it look good. Johnny, thank you so much, mate. We'll hey, Johnny, thank you. Cheers. Uh, yeah, um, we'll play a song now. I don't know what it is, but we're just going to play. I'm going to play Tim. Absolutely, go for it. that. Absolutely, you go. sure? Yep. Even not knowing what it is. No, no, go for it. As long as it's not acoustic and it's dross or it's shit. Oh god, I'm in trouble here. Wow, that was a great song. What did you think of that? Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too late in the night now, and you're just like, yeah, it's good over here. No, that's, a, that's actually all right. <laughs> so, uh, look, uh, it's been a great show. I think a lot of people have taken hits tonight, Tim. Yeah, hopefully we're punching up and not down, because there's nothing worse than dickheads who punch down. Mm. Hopefully we're always punching up. Have you been listening to Dave Chappelle and all that sort of hoo-ha? Uh, have I been listening to the hoo-ha or to his actual show? No, nah, to the hoo-ha. Everyone's talking about whether he punches up. And oh, nonsense. Nah. Nonsense. You know what? If you don't like Dave Chappelle, don't listen to him. Do you know what? You could, you could substitute any media for that. If you don't like it, guess what? Yeah, you turn don't, it off. You don't have to you listen. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to listen and nothing will happen. No, that's right. Yeah, nothing bad will happen no, to right. anybody that you know or in the world. No one's going to go out and like, push someone for example, to listen to something. I'm not a big fan of Love Island. You know well, what? I think it's you a, know what you should do? What? Write in and tell them. Or maybe right. ring up and... And watch it in a fit of rage and go crimson and yeah. have steam coming out of my ears. And then tweet like yeah. to everyone you know that's about, right. about how you're offended by that's, it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what you should do. And then, or oh, could, guess what? Just don't watch it. Just turn the f***ing thing off. That's right. And <laughs> watch my pornography on my phone <laughs> like everyone else. <laughs> uh, you know we've mentioned porn a lot tonight. Yeah, I know, but it's part of society, isn't it? You know, you can't yeah. shy away from it. Yeah, well, especially us fat, <laughs> single ginger blokes. Oh, are we not meant to tell you that we watch it? No, no I never watch it. What is it anyway? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for us to go. Yeah. I think we've worn everyone's patience out enough, yeah, I think. think. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks yeah. for Voice of Him and Pulse of Him for having us on, and uh, yeah. we'll talk to you next week. What's the uh, frequency for Pulse again? 94.7. 94.7, I have to remember that. Yeah. And 99.9 if you're in Ballarat. That's it. And uh, In Meredith, you know, sort it out. Yeah, and 100. 100.0 is the um, the when water turns to steam. Jesus Christ. Bye. Say up. System shut down.